Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. There is no need for a Funny Papers edition today because this clip from the Smart Cleaning Tribe from late March of 2022 definitely has some Funny Papers parts in it. Maybe you might hear something about a car blowing up and someone watching Netflix on company time. There's some good stuff in here, but that's not why... I pulled this clip from the Smart Cleaning Tribe. I did this so that you could have a moment to think, how are you building your business for the future? Are you building it in a way that creates margin? Because margin provides peace. There's an amazing story that happens in the beginning of this. We don't really dive in too deep because Kate Sloan from Chicka Chicka Broom out of Montgomery, Minnesota, who's a dear friend of the tribe, a tribe member for a couple years. A terrible tragedy happened in her family. The only blessing out of the scenario is that her business is functioning on its own without her, which gives her the margin and the peace of mind to grieve for the many, many months that she's going to need to grieve. Kate admits that if this had happened just six months prior, she would have been in a tailspin because her business was not in a place where she had margin. And so it really is a matter of timing and how thankful she is that she did the work on her business to create that margin. And then I went around the tribe and just gathered stories of how margin affects them and their business and maybe some examples if they have good margin, if they don't have good margin, And I just really liked what these examples yielded. Some real fun and funny stories came out of it. So let me just give acknowledgement to the members of the Smart Cleaning Tribe that shared some of their experiences first. Obviously, Kate Sloan, and then Keisha Gossett from Atlanta, and Michelle Allegretza, who also is Albertville, Minnesota, not far from Kate. Jen Jabri from Rensselaer area of upstate New York. Carrie Cottrell from Galleon, Ohio, Hannah Breeze, Dallas, Oregon, Robert Pierce from Belleville, Michigan, and Brian Morton from the Virginia Beach area. I want to thank each of them for their contribution. If you are hearing this episode and looking for a cleaning company in any of those areas I just mentioned, make sure to give one of those people a call. They have tremendous businesses and they have hearts of givers because they're helping each other here in the tribe. And that's the kind of person that you'd like servicing your home or office. Okay, here you go. Here is the episode Margin Provides Peace with a clip from the Smart Cleaning Tribe. This just came up this morning, this idea of of building a business with peace. First, Kate, welcome back. I see yeah, your, I see your, you're on here. I know you want to, if you want to kind of, hey, hey, Kate. Hi, everybody. We've been all thinking about you and praying for you. And if there's anything during this call you need or you want to talk about, then 
please do. Otherwise, we won't, quote unquote, bother you. Just kind of let you just hang out if you'd like. Yes. I just do want to say that I really appreciate all of y'all's thoughts and prayers. And I did get the card with the tree memorial as well. And I absolutely love it. It's very special. Thank you. It's our pleasure. We're a fam- we're a family. When one when one's hurting, we all feel it. So it's it, we're glad to have you back on. I sent I sent a message to Kate this morning, and it really got me thinking. And Keisha, I wanted you to chime in once I share this. Kate has gone through an extraordinary, extraordinary crisis. Something that no one can. It's it's hard to even comprehend. It's hard to comprehend what she's going through, and I I, I don't even want to try. I just it. But the the thing that's comforting, and I told this to her this morning, and she agrees based on her heart that she put on the message. <laughs> so was this, if this had happened nine months ago when Kate's business was in utter chaos and then that happened, I can't imagine what, like it, that could have thrown her in a tailspin. Like when you're already in chaos, trying to put together things because most business owners in any industry, especially here, there is operating under extreme chaos all the time. And it's just like from chaos to chaos. And at, at what point do you stop that cycle and realize that you need to build with peace? It's okay to have a little chaos from like in a short season, but you've got to get to a place where there's peace. And because there's a great quote, I, I don't know who to attribute the quote to, but I know it's, it's hurt. Like my buddy Vincent mentions this all the time. There's three things that are going to happen. Three things that are going to happen. You're either going to be at any given point, you're either in a crisis coming out of a crisis or heading toward a crisis. And so it's one of those three. There's not a point where you're just, Oh, I'm just, nothing's happening. So everything must be fine. Well, that's a good indication that you're heading toward a crisis and how, you know, that's not the time to be, complacent it's the time where you need to build something and so kate nine months ago had this i mean it happened and had it happened nine months ago can't imagine what that would have done even exponentially more than what it did this time and i can speak the same thing i i didn't have a team then but i had a very peaceful good money good time solo business when i lost both my parents my grandparents and i was able to be there I was able to be present, to be at the hospital every day if I needed to. I could do run errands. I could just sit and not worry about stuff. And had that same, if I had lost my grandparents five years prior, I would have been in a different state, Jen. I would have been in a different state, five hours away with no freedom to go visit them, except I would have found out about it while they're in the hospital with a week to go. Like I would have been, I would have been in an an awful place. So I just kind of posed this question. So Keisha, you comment first. You know, what you're talking about, building something with peace. How does that kind of, how does that hit? So it hits well. I'm not um, complacent, but I am peaceful. And that is one thing that I am trying to be. Um, you know, I'm, I built a new ClickUp system or board just today, this morning. So I'm always trying to learn and grow and be better. 
but I would much rather do that in a peaceful environment. I still have to discipline my cleaners, but their attitudes about it make it so much better. I still have to deal with complaints. So complaints are not gone. Cleaners are not like perfect, but I have created such an environment that I'm just not dealing with anything less I'm just I don't have it I mean my kids deserve the best of me and when I'm stressed all the time about my cleaning company they're not getting it so rather than my kids suffer for what's going on in my business I would rather just let those bad apples go so do you know that there's another level that you could kick into but you but you on purpose hold back just one level one not just so you don't hit a stress point and you can know like how do you I'm not purposely doing that. I I think it's more of, I'm just kind of making sure my ducks are in a row first. So I'm making sure that my cleaners can handle two cleanings a day before pushing them to three, or I'm making sure that they can handle that, you know, our newest tech is handling her five appointments a week before I give her 10 and 15 and 20, before I kick up, you know, Google, you know, I want to make sure everybody is well and taken care of and, you know, before I try to take them to the next level. So I'm not purposely not trying to grow. I'm just trying to do it. Yeah, it's controlled. You, yeah, you have. I mean, self-control has got to be hard. Like when there's a greed that we all have, I think, without realizing it, like, oh, I have 100 on the waiting list or I have this. I could add this much new revenue with just the click of a couple buttons, a couple phone calls. But you're purposely controlling your growth so that you can make sure that everything you build has like some some rock under it versus shifting sand. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm not a- always going to be able to control it, but what I can, I'm I'm doing my best. Right. Michelle, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this this topic? I guess I well, I was kind of in this position when my dad had his heart attack, and but it was slightly different because it was COVID. So I couldn't go anywhere like they um, they wouldn't even let my mom in the hospital to see my dad. But I for sure had my business set up in a way that I was able to at least like be on the phone with my dad eight hours a day. I mean, that's that's really all I can ask for is that, you know, if I have to step away, I can. So even though I've had to go in and do a lot of the cleaning myself, you know, I did kind of always have the option of saying, you know what, I'm just, I'm not going to clean. And, but that's just not who I am. So if I'm able to go and clean, I'm going to go do it. But, you know, if I had something going on on a particular day or whatever, I just say, no, I can't, I can't this day. So even now with my broken foot, there have been quite a few days where it's like, you know, should I push my cleaning techs a little bit harder or should I go out and clean? And instead I push my cleaning techs a little bit harder or we canceled houses. So I feel like we finally have ourselves set up pretty well that we can do that. Did that scenario with your dad, did that put that kind of in the back of your mind that I need to always make like the where the word is margin i need to always have margin no matter how i'm building this i need some margin so that i can go and be the daughter if i need to be is that something you think about now as you're building uh absolutely um in fact you know one of the reasons that we don't really do commercial cleanings is because i'm very very adamant about 
only taking on work that I'm willing to do myself. So if I'm not willing to do it, I can't ask somebody else to do it. And I'm not willing to work nights and weekends because if something happens, I don't want to have to be the one dealing with it. So could I have grown my business faster and stronger if I had taken on commercial and overnight cleanings? Absolutely. Um, in fact, we're saying no to one right now. That's uh, that's a weekly clean that could potentially be like $250 a clean. Mm. And, you know, we're saying no because they want us after hours. That takes discipline, but you know what you want. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really cool. Jen, what are your thoughts on this? Well, obviously I have to. I, I think a, a huge thing is having a policy that's clear and like employees that know that you're going to stick to those policies. Um, so they know where they stand also. I think, I don't know. I feel like that helps because there's less of a gray area. And then too, I think I've learned a lot in the last year about just empowering the employees that I do have to handle what they can. And so, you know, Jenny, my office assistant has been with me for a year and, and now it's to the point, you know, last Tuesday was a very bad day here with my son, very bad. And I had to be completely MIA and she just handled everything and then reported back. You know what I mean? And there was no coddling and handholding needed. She just ran with it, you know, and my field supervisor as well, like, Hey guys, bad morning. They know what I'm dealing with, with my son. And so I said, really bad morning. I'll let you know when I'm around again, you know, and they either saved questions or whatever. So I think that there's a a big piece to that because remember that feeling when we we're getting out of the field and we're letting other people clean for, for our clients <laughs> you know employees they're never going to do it the right way they're never going to do it the right way and then you get your first compliment right and oh wait they actually can do a good job you know what I mean if you teach them correctly and it's it's a little bit I'm seeing that on the administrative side of things about letting the reins go just a little mm-hmm. bit more and letting them flourish with it and I think that that's personally is helping me when we let when we learn to let go of control, that gives us margin. Carrie, how about you? Mine's pretty much the same as Jen. So Thursday was a fun day for my business. My tech blew up one of my vehicles. What? It's gonna cost me more to fix it than it's worth. And then I you know took- I'm gonna you know we we gotta hear the story if you tell this. They come back to the blew up car. This is good. Uh, she just overheated it, said she didn't know it was overheating. Overheated it to the point where they can't even get the spark plugs out of it because it welded it to the motor. Gosh. That's how hot it got. You trust her cleaning your house for you? <laughs> I can't even imagine. How is that even possible? I paid six for it. It's going to cost me seven to fix it. Um, they took the van up to get oil change and the tire rotation done. The place stripped the lug bolts on the tire. So it's still sitting up there because they're waiting on lug bolts to come in. I feel like there was something else. And then Jenny, my office manager, who is also my sister, got into a really bad car accident and totaled her Jeep on the way home from work that day. She's fine. She's completely fine. Banged up and bruised and really mad about her vehicle. But she's been out since Thursday now. Hopefully she'll be back tomorrow. But And then... But it was really nice because what you're talking about totally fits into this. So I made I made two messages on Slack and I was after those two messages, I was completely disconnected from my business for the next two days because wow. I had the people and the processes in place 
for me to be able to do that. How long ago could you not have made that those two messages on Slack and for that to happen? Six months. Okay. So we don't want anything to happen. I mean, this is and usually, usually one of those messages would have been to Jen. So you need to have a plan C for your plan B. So like when, when Kate's office manager went out, when she got in her really bad car accident, which luckily Jenny's wasn't nearly as bad as that, that usually your office manager is your plan B. Well, what happens when your office manager's out and like me, I was out because of that. So that's Morgan stepped in. It was luckily one day away from her coming back from maternity leave and Caleb. So, so it's almost like you need to have a process for your processes. When did you realize that? Thursday. So every everybody knows how to do everybody's job. They're just not the greatest at it, but they they can make it function to get through, get it through for a short period of time. So is this a type of strategy you're going to maintain to keep margin in in case or if something or when something oh, happens absolutely. again? How about, uh, Hannah, how about you? I have a lot of margin right now. For a long time, I did not have any. Uh, I was burning the, the candle at both ends and I was needed very much so. But, you know, I pretty much have nothing on my plate except for occasional problems that come up that I get asked questions for. And then, you know, I can fill in like my office manager is having eye surgery in a couple of weeks and I will need to fill in for two days. But I also have my Friday girl who can fill in if I need her to for my other girl and vice versa. So I have the margin as far as the office goes. Right now I have one quality check person that doesn't have a schedule at all that can fill in for cleaners. So I have margin, but I know there's always room for more of it. And I think just listening to like everyone, hearing everyone else's problems and issues that they go through, you know, helps us open our eyes wider to see what kind of things could come up and then prepare for them. I got to imagine too, let's say we are have this, this conversation two years from now. Let's say the business is even what it's currently at, but it's in a different state. You're operating in two locations and you've moved, you're in a place where you just, you're looking back and you know what, Ken, two years ago, our business was roughly the same size, but I was in the ICU 17 times that year or whatever because of, and that was very stressful stepping away and I was able to pull it off. But now look at that. There's 17 ICU visits I don't have to make. And that's a lot of time that you, like that's, that's a lot of extra time. Mm -hmm. Like just that change alone, just moving is a huge margin builder for you. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be super good. Robert. I like what, what Hannah is doing is exactly what my goal is in the long run here is to have multiple locations, break rock. Uh, that, that's my end goal, I think. Uh, and then, and then maybe sell it at the end of it and then just be done. Uh, I don't know, but that's my goal as well for, for growth. You know, I, I'm, I'm at a choking point right now uh, because I don't have the employees that I need to get more income coming in to get more revenue uh, and to even build that margin. And I heard a lot of you guys say that margin, you know, you started out 
you know, even Hannah was mentioning, uh, you start out with no margin and then you work into getting margin. Um, so right. right now, I mean, with, with the tax man, with, with uh, you know, supplies, with payroll, with all those things going on, I don't see, I just had to redo my budget last night and I'm, I'm like, huh, I'm kind of stressed. So it's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, it's, uh, so, so, I mean, I know what to do. You just got to make more money and just get more clients and price them the right way. I'm not stressed about doing that. It's just that, you know, I know it's tight. Uh, so margins right now are are low because I know I'm building the business. And that's the the growing pains of having this business being only not even a year and a half in, uh, you know, a year and three months, year and four months in, still learning as I go, still understanding. I'm revamping the proposals all the time. I'm revamping. I'm still working on building a handbook. I'm, you know, revamping communication with the clients you know when i first started i mean i was like hey whatever you guys want we'll do you know now it's like hey let's let's back off what we said we'll do now or before this is what we're kind of going to do now so again revamping the communication going to the clients and and most of them are great with it they don't have any problems you know um it's a challenge to get that communication out uh consistently um and to manage that as well so i'm just seeing a lot of growing pains only in the the fact of Yes, I'm always revamping. <laughs> yes, that's correct, Michelle. That, 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 that's it. But yeah, I just want to continue to uh, adapt, change, and grow. That's all I'm trying to do. So it, it, yeah, I can't even think about margin right now. Right now, I'm thinking about just, just continuing to grow and build more. Yeah, and there's there's seasons too. Like in an ideal world, you would have you know X amount of margin at all times. And in case something happens, you can step away and go take care of it or have the money to take like what if there's a financial emergency in your family or in your extended family or whatever and you don't have five dollars to scrape together because it's everything's so tight versus okay i can take care of this like you might not always have that margin but you can you can run hard for three months knowing you don't have it with the goal of having it again yeah it's like deposits and withdrawals put enough in you'll be able to take things out when you need it Brian, how about you? I mean, you were out of commission back for three months, pretty much last year. So was your, I forget, was your business out of place then where that, like you had the margin and the piece that you, that when that happened, oh my gosh, versus what it could have been. Well, I'll tell you this, things quickly, things were, were in pretty good shape prior to my injury. And then Things went downhill quickly. I had cleaners showing up to jobs, punching in, and sitting in their car for three hours watching Netflix. Not even kidding. Just silence right there. Yeah. Not even. So things definitely took- Were they watching Netflix training videos on how to clean? No, watching Netflix um, on Brian's dime, you know. Literally nothing surprises me anymore. No, no, no. Oh, I know. It it's just so funny. How did you find out just because the client said, oh, they didn't clean or my house doesn't look so clean or how did I you got, find out? I get That's a call so from funny. a client. I can't even walk at this point. I get a call from a client. They're like, I don't feel like your cleaner really cleaned anything. So I, you know, limp out to the car, drive up there. And what she had done is gone in and sprayed uh, cleaner all over this building just to make it smell like cleaner, um, which then left all these little droplets on all their tile throughout the whole building. I can't help it. I'm sorry. 
So I, I had to get a buddy to help me scrub all of that off and, re, you know, reclean and all of that. But in like November, things were in the toilet. We weren't making, barely making any profit. Um, I couldn't, you know, couldn't walk, couldn't check on anything. And the inmates were running the asylum. So, um, yeah, I lived through all of that and then, uh, you know, got on my feet and fired a fired um basically the two people that have been with me the longest and yeah things are completely different now wow so uh, i didn't say anything to that cleaner i put her on the same job the next week and drove up and watched her in the parking lot for about 45 minutes sit in her car on netflix before i walked up and banged on our window <laughs> what did she do yeah clocked in oh my kids called I'm like, I've been, I've been sitting here for 45 minutes right across the street at the gas station. And what happened next? You're fired. Done. Wow. Okay. So now that lesson when you were hurt, right? Cause then, well, yeah, people will just walk all over you. So how, how are you building it now then? Are you, are you doing it in such a way well, that is more margin yes. or is just a little bit stronger hand now? Um, a little of both, you know, like some more, I mean, part of it was they knew I wasn't going anywhere. I was, you know, they, they thought I could get away with anything. And, and I I think it just more had to do with the fact that they were bad eggs that I was, you know, constantly trying to stay on top of prior to the injury. And then once that happened, like, I really didn't have a choice. I'm, I'm now stuck with you. I've punished myself by keeping you. And now I'm, I'm just stuck here, you know, until I was, you know, back on my feet. Okay. So your example is unfortunately a really tough lesson to learn. You know, a big margin. Um, I spent a long time building up and it's amazing how fast, you know, that'll disappear when you're not making money. It's, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, my profits last month were three times more my November profits. Awesome. Great. And and my revenue hasn't changed. It's, you know, it's just fixing the problems. Thank you again, members of the Smart Cleaning Tribe, for contributing to this conversation, allowing me to share it to the world, as I really believe it is something that can help others just to see a little bit farther in front of them. Because it's never going to go perfectly. You can't build it exactly as the directions and instructions show you sometimes. You just need to have some extra margin built in as much as possible. I really like what Keisha said about having a controlled building her business strategy. It's not always easy to do that. But when possible, you really can add that margin in. And just makes it more enjoyable. And you just never know. Again, crisis, it's either happening to you right now or you just came out of the crisis or if neither of those apply, you're heading toward one. I hate to say it that way, but it's true. So why not get your business built and prepared before the crisis happens, right? Take your well before you need it, before you're thirsty. So I hope that was something that really triggered some emotion and some strategic planning for your future. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. 
class is dismissed. 